How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're tuned in to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted, where we do a brand new episode every single day documenting my journey as well as giving you some tips and tricks along the way. <coughs> my bad. I had way too big a sip of coffee and I was holding that coffee in the whole intro. <coughs> I had to let that one out. Thank you. Yo, so I want to, uh, I do really want to talk about, um, sort of a little bit of an insight on kind of my evolution in a way, like really like an insight of how I'm feeling in a very positive way. And I also want to share with you kind of like a, um, well, you'll see what it is. So the way, like, it's so interesting. I'm 27 years old right now and I started my music career really seriously when I was 17 that's when I was like all right this is what I want to do I've been writing lyrics even before that but I was like when I was 17 I was like all right I pretty much have a have a handle on like what I want to do with my life and this music thing is definitely it so when I first started like I had tons of excitement and energy and I all I knew was the art right like that's the only thing not the only thing but like the main focus was like my craft getting better as a rapper songwriter freestyle recording like all those things where I was like yeah like I definitely just need to focus on making my music as great as it possibly can sound But I didn't even know anything other than download the beat, write the lyrics, and record. I didn't really under I didn't know what mixing and mastering was. Like I didn't get any of that. Um, I didn't understand like marketing really. Like I just did whatever I could. But the idea was that I had so much excitement around my music. Like I was so hyped because all I was focused on was the craft. I didn't care about. There was no rap. And making songs is something I do I would that I would do for free. I don't care if I get paid. I mean, I obviously I do get I, I do care if I get paid. I want to get paid. I'm trying to build a business. I'm an entrepreneurial person. I love business and I want to earn a living. Like I want to become wealthy. And I'm trying to make music the thing that makes me that way. But I love it so much that I would do it even if I even if I wasn't making money. And I've proven that because. For the first 10 years of my career, I wasn't making money and I was consistently doing it because I literally down to the core just love music. And when I first started, like obviously I wasn't that good when I started taking my music career seriously, but I just was like, everything I did was so exciting. Like I was so excited about every verse, every line, every new beat that I heard that I liked, every recording session, like every single thing I did, I was just like, this is history. This is history. I'm making history. This is going down in history. Like, I don't know. I just had this vibe to me. And it's crazy because at the time I was like, 
yo, I'm the greatest rapper that's in the game. Like I'm the hottest rapper out right now. And I look back now and I'm like, dude, you sucked. Like I was not good, but there was potential. And, uh, there was a definitely, there was definitely a time, uh, re somewhat recently, I would, I would argue 2018, 2019, I would say 2018 and 2019 was when I got jaded and I let my jaded, jaded means you have just, you're fed up in a context that you've just done something for so long that you become fed up. You know, I got jaded. I got fed up. I got frustrated. I let impatience get the best of me. And, um, I, I took a turn off of music where I, I, I was, I'm always constantly making music and doing music, but you know, I got into like other stuff, social media marketing, um, just a bunch of these random business things that I was trying to make work. And I always had music, but I was like, there was a lot of days where I was not making music. Lots of days. There was 2018. I remember I listened to more podcasts than I did music, like wasn't even close. I just was like not into it. I was so upset, frustrated, all the above. And, and then eventually like 2020, it was like, I'm getting back into music, like for real, for real. I'm going to be a music producer. But I was also on the path of like, I'm going to be a serious recording artist now again. And in January, on January 23rd, 2020, I, I did a performance. I opened for Riff Raff and in San Francisco, California. And I, this was before <clears throat> um, COVID-19 happened, before the lockdown. So I like, I was, I was like in the the mode of like no I'm I'm about to be doing this I'm gonna be an artist and I'm gonna be a producer I'm gonna be building my music production as an income stream and and I'm gonna put out consistent music in my head too I was like I'm gonna do a new show every other month like every other month I'm doing an, I'm I'm gonna perform and you know that was just kind of where my mindset was and then COVID happened and I was like whoa so I stopped being an artist and I was like you know I don't. I, I just didn't, I couldn't wrap my head around how to make money as an artist. So I, I, I took, I put that on the back burner and I was like, I can see myself making money as a producer. That makes more sense. I have something of value beats. My music isn't of as much value to a cold audience, which is wrong. By the way, that was a cop out. The truth is my music is valuable to people who've never heard of me. It is. I just needed to make the value clear to everybody. You know what I'm saying? I needed to make the value clear to everybody. That's where I was lacking. And it I don't know exactly what happened. Well, and then 2020, I began building my business as a music producer. And to be honest, I was seeing results. I was seeing um, my email list was growing every day a lot. Um... And I was starting to see sales and I was building a customer list. I mean, I was literally doing it. I was also starting to coach artists and have them pay me for consultation calls and stuff like that. But the problem then became 
I looked and saw what I had to do to get to that next level, which was, you know, I'm trying to, I was like always just trying to build that income as a produce, a, a, a livable income as a musician. And I was looking at my business as a music producer and I was looking at the way things were going and the, and what the future was going to hold. And I said, this is not the route I want to go on. I was like, this isn't what I want to do. It's not who I want to serve and it's not how I want to serve people. The truth is when you're a producer, you are not even when you're a producer, when you're a business owner, the truth is you are serving people. So think about you are their servant in a way. You're providing them value and in exchange they're paying you. And I was like, this isn't who I want to serve. And this is not how I want to be serving people. I want to make my music. I want to serve people who are not necessarily musicians. You know, I don't want my my target market isn't necessarily a musician. Um, but I want to serve people who love personal development and are passionate about becoming a better person and have the strength inside of them to say, I'm going to break away from the system and, you know, I'm going to live life the way I want to live life. People who think more big picture, people who understand that there's more to life than the, the small stuff, you know, the things that ev- the, the societal norms, you know, my, my, my core fan is somebody who, who wants more out of their life and is into personal development, into entrepreneurship, um, probably into being in good physical condition. So, you know, I, uh, I realized I was like, this isn't the direction that my business as a music producer is going, you know, the, the business. And, and by the way, my core market as a musician, they need inspiration. They want music. They want inspiration. They want a connection with somebody that they can look up to, that they can aspire to be. That's, Probably also what the role I was filling as a producer, but the other role was like, there was just, I don't know, it just got to a point where there was artists who, you know, maybe they didn't know what they were doing. Maybe you have too much responsibility when you're a producer. Like you're supplying people with beats, but people aren't going to buy your beats necessarily and do anything with them if they don't have a recording setup. They might need mixing and mastering, but they don't have the money for mixing and mastering. So it just gets to this point where, you know, like I was helping people with their fan base growth, but like they don't know how they're putting out music. And I'm like, all right, this is like not making sense. Like I would rather be filling a small piece of somebody's life puzzle. And as a musician, I do. I feel that. Somebody's got their own, like if you like Lazy the Gift and you love what you're doing, you have your own thing you're doing. Maybe you're a musician, but maybe you, you know, are just a regular guy or girl who is living life, maybe you go to school, maybe you're building a career as a podcaster, maybe you're a personal trainer and you just wanna come to me because you wanna be inspired and you come and listen to my music, you buy merchandise and you buy my albums because you get super inspired and you get to be involved in my world which is always trying to grind and get better and all of these things are great because I feel like I'm so, I see, I'm, I have so much clarity on what I do, who I am and who I'm after and what I'm doing. And it's so crazy the amount of excitement that I have right now toward life, toward my music, toward my career is the, is, is the same, same level of excitement, if not more actually. It's the same level of excitement that I had when I was 17. But with a newfound strength, 
physically and mentally with new skills, right? I know how to produce my own music fully. I didn't know how to do that when I was 17. I know how to make my songs sound professional through mixing and mastering. I know how to run Facebook ads. I know how to make my own photo covers, you know, digital marketing stuff. I know how to put out content. I know how to manage people. I got more patience than I have before. I've realized, hey, I'm 27. I'm young. You know, when Pharrell put out his hit song, Happy, he was in his 40s when he put that song out. It was probably the biggest song of his career. Stuff doesn't happen right away. And I have a newfound gratitude. I am so grateful for everything that I do have. I'm not worried about the the things I don't have. I'm I'm just looking at the things I do have. I have my I have my health. I'm super healthy. My parents are healthy. Um I have great parents. You know, I have great friends. I have an amazing group of people who I can call on the phone and just say hi to and talk to. I don't have, you know, down the road, I will, I think, I think I'll get married and have kids, but I'm like kind of grateful that I don't have that right now. I'm grateful that I don't have those kinds of obligations. I'm really happy that nobody is holding me back in my life. I really don't have any outstanding financial obligations like a wife or kids or a family. I'm happy about that. Some people are in different places. No knock to people who are my age and they have that because that's what they want in their life. That's cool. For me personally, I'm so thrilled that I don't have that right now in my life. I don't want it right now. I just feel like everything in my life, I, it's, I don't have anything that I don't want. There's nothing that I have. Well, there is one thing that I have and it's a little bit of credit card debt. It's the only thing I have that I don't want. And I'm about to take care of that. Everything else I'm cool with. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm joyful. Um, and I'm just experiencing life looking at it from a whole nother lens. And I've realized that the lesson that I've learned and that really helps with patience and gratitude, the lesson that I've learned is you cannot put off your happiness. Procrastination is a really big um, weak point. You can't procrastinate happiness. You can't be like, Oh yeah, I'm happy now, but I'll be so much happier when dot, dot, dot. You can't do that. That means you're not happy. Now, the truth is, yes, I'll be a lot happier when I don't have credit card debt. I'll be a lot happier if I had more money, but you can't say I'm not happy now until I get that. That's not right. So you got to be able to say, how can I be the most happy? What can I do to have the highest level of happiness with what I currently have. And when you can figure that out, which by the way, it's not like you snap your fingers, figure it out and you're set. You have to, that's a, that's a work in progress to find that kind of level of happiness that I feel like I have. There's things I got to do. I got to wake up early. I got to make my bed. I got to journal. I got to go on a challenging exercise. Like I did a five mile run today. It was super hard. Um, you got to stretch. You know, I got to stretch. I got to eat my breakfast. Um, I got to meditate 10 minutes. Uh, I actually did 20 minutes today. I got to read. I got to drink my gallon of water. You know what I'm saying? I got to make a list of things that I got to do that are going to get me further in my life and I got to accomplish them and I got to write a W at the top of my page at the end of the day. I got to feel like a winner. And then I think about it, I go, you know, that's crazy because in 2019, I was just starting to get into like the mental headspace of like, how do I get to my goals? 
So I would think, all right, I got to post pictures of the cars I want. I got to post pictures of my dream house. You know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do visualization, right? I got to be, I got to have my goals set. I got to know exactly how much money I want to make in this exact amount of time. You really don't though. It helps. But I have these three cars on my wall and I love looking at those. But the truth is I look at those and I don't think I don't have those. So I'm unhappy. I look at those and go, that's going to be fun. That's all I I look at and go, that's going to be so fun. You know, it's kind of like, that's very exciting. I used to look at those things and go, I used to, and then I, I would go from a place of anger being like, I'm angry that I don't have those things. And I would use anger and frustration and impatience to fuel me. It did fuel me, but not nearly as much as the current fuel, which is positivity, gratitude, and patience. That fuels me so much more. And I get more things done and I'm healthier and I'm happier and I'm way more well-balanced. And I, and it's so weird. The level of happiness that I'm at is weird. This is like real happiness. The time that I can remember when I was this happy was when I was at Chico State, I would argue it was my, my, my first year at Chico State was kind of tough. Cause I was just moving. I was in a really, really, really bad romantic relationship, a horrible romantic relationship, very toxic and destructive. I learned my lesson. <clears throat> my junior year was great. And my senior year was fantastic. That level of happiness, but that wasn't real life. It wasn't scalable and sustainable. The only reason I was super happy in Chico was because I had tons of friends around and I lived with a bunch of other people my age and like I was working on the basketball team and like it just it wasn't real life. It wasn't sustainable, meaning I couldn't do it for a long period of time. Eventually, the time had to come where those times were over. The time I'm in now is sustainable. The level of happiness that I'm currently at, I achieved it on my own. Nobody can take it away from me. I can always be this happy. And last year, I got to a point where I was at the lowest financially that I've ever been. The worst financial situation I've ever been in was last year. And so, I but, that, but I knew how to achieve happiness even at my lowest. To me, that's, the satisfaction of knowing that I've achieved that is better than what I had in Chico. Because in Chico, yes, times were so fun. But I had a lot of stress filled with my life too. I had to go to school and I was a horrible student. So I was always stressed out about the tests, the homework, the projects. There was hours and hours every day that I had to go do something that I was like, this is really a waste of time. Currently, I don't have, I don't do anything that's a waste of time. Now, there are some things I do that I don't necessarily want to do, but nothing that I do is a waste of time. Everything I do is has purpose, it has happiness, and there has a there's something at the finish line. Even running. Do I necessarily like today I was doing my 5-mile run. It was freaking hard and it was not fun, but I knew that at the end of the run I was going to feel so happy. And guess what? I did. I was drinking my coffee, eating my oatmeal, and I was like, damn, bro, I feel so happy that I just did that. You know what I mean? Immediate, instant gratification. School has none of that. Almost everything I did at school was pretty much, it kind of was a huge waste of time. 
It had there was no satisfaction at the end other than being done with it, but it didn't do anything for me. It did nothing for my life, nothing for my happiness, nothing for what I really wanted to do with my life. Honestly, I had a great time in college, but it would have made sense for me to drop out. It would have made sense because I'm not doing anything that's related to school. School is literally me having a degree has not contributed to my career at all. It's not contributed anything to my success. The times that I've had in school, yes, that helped. Working on the Chico State basketball team, learning about leadership, hard work, and balance and organization at a high level, that's definitely helped me. But I, I went out and got that. You know what I mean? I went out and achieved that. Um, I had to make a connection, but I pursued that. You know, I that wasn't school. It was like, you go to school, that's it. Nothing that I got from the class, like barely anything that I got from the classroom or from school or anything really, really helped me. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just feel like I'm even happier now. The le- there's, there's give and take. I don't have as much social interaction as I did in Chico. COVID has a lot to do with that too. But even before COVID, my social life wasn't as vibrant. Um, there wasn't as many fun activities to do, but... On the bright side, I also don't have to go to school. I don't have any homework projects or classes. I don't have to deal with people I don't want to deal with. It's pretty cool. So I'm just in a really good spot right now. Um, I'm really happy. I know 75 hard is, you know, the thing that did it. It's the thing that got me going with it. But exercise, water, reading, and dieting. So I remember what it was like when I was not happy and I'm, I wonder if I'll ever forget because I'm starting to forget what it was like when I wasn't this happy. I'm, it's fading away. I'm getting so deep into happiness right now that I'm, I'm starting to forget, but I always get reminded when I talk to other people, when I talk to other people and they tell me how they're doing with their life, I'm like, oh shit, I used to be like that. You know, like when people are like, man, blah, 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 da, 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 and they, you know, they complain or they vent, whatever you want to call it, complain, vent, unsatisfied, not happy. I'm like, I almost like, oh my God, I used to be like that. I totally forgot. Cause I get so into my own stuff. Like I get so wrapped up into just what I'm doing that I forget that there's, that there's, a, that there's a world out there of people who are not satisfied with their life. And I, I, that thought escapes me all the time because I don't think about it. And my job, I feel like, and my goal, what I want to do with my brand and my music is to help those people get out of that rut, you know, and my music's going to inspire you to do that. My music is going to inspire you to say, Hey, you can live this life. And I'm practicing what I preach. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you can achieve happiness if I'm not happy. You know, I'm not going to try and say, hey, this is an evolution you can take in your life if I haven't taken that evolution. I almost want to think of myself as a life coach. Damn near. You know, I want to I want to be a, 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 a like a life coach musician. Like I want my music to feel like you are getting life coaching from me. I actually have a life coach. She's fantastic. I don't know why life coaching has such a bad rep. It's pretty cool to have someone to just chat with that can just give you pointers on how to be a better person. Like, I'm down with that. I think maybe because there's pay. I don't pay my life coach. We have a trade. So maybe that's why I look at it different. But even then, I would pay a life coach for sure. It's it's amazing. So 
point being, um, you know, that's what I want my brand to be. I almost want to be like your life coach in a way from a distance. Um, I think that later down the road, I could build that into my business being like, yo, I'm going to be a life coach literally. And like the music is like the first half of it. And then if you want life coaching from me, you literally like pay a really like, I don't know, you pay a high amount and like you get life coaching from me. I think that'd be fantastic. I could easily do that and it'd be super fun and engaging. I think I would, I'd really help a lot of people. I'm inspired by people like Gary V, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Andy Frisella, you know, Tim Ferriss, uh, Tim Grover, people who make a business out of, actually, I don't think Andy Frisella, well, yeah, he does. He has Arte Syndicate. So yeah, just they have an income stream where they where they put people together to help get to another level. I would love to do that. So anyway, um, I don't really know how to wrap this up. I'm just going to kind of wrap it up. I, I appreciate you listening. Really, I do. I know that, you know, you could listen to anybody else. There's so many other YouTube videos and podcasts and TV shows and other things that you could be doing with your time. And the fact that you're spending that time with me, it really means a lot. So thank you. I appreciate it. And if you enjoyed the podcast and you haven't already subscribe to it and also share it with a friend, you know, send it to somebody, listen to it with somebody, play it in your car while, you know, your friend or whoever is in the car with you or while your parents are in the car, she's like, yo, you should check this out. Whatever. Any way that you can share the podcast would mean a lot to me. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Music Mastery Podcast. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Peace. Hey, hey, hey. Get that, bit that, jump shot, wet that, post moves, no rules, chef that, no boo. Get that, bit that, jump shot, wet that, post moves, no rules, chef that.